Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. survivors. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma. I'm Erin Hartz, and I'm really glad that you're here today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel like it and you like one of the episodes you've listened to or this one today, please share it with someone who you think might enjoy it too. I'd really appreciate that. All right, so I sat here today thinking, oh my gosh, I don't really have an idea for a topic. And then I meditated for a little bit on that question and what popped up was, well, I've done a lot recently about gift giving in my life. There's been a lot of instances where I've received and given gifts recently and the Christmas season is a perfect time to talk about that. So I thought I'd do an episode about giving gifts. So today I have an episode that's three questions to ask yourself when giving a gift. So this has come from a lot of trial and error on my part throughout the last few years about giving gifts. So as I've been more self-reflective in the past seven years or so, I have realized that it doesn't always feel good to give gifts to people in my family or give gift to others. And it's even sometimes hard for me to give gifts that I feel inclined to give because it actually takes a lot of confidence to give a gift to maybe like a coworker or someone that you wouldn't normally be expected to give a gift to. But luckily, I have some really beautiful coworkers, a couple of them that give gifts freely and it's so loving and kind and I remember last year at Christmas this one co-worker of mine who was becoming a friend she sent me over you know a little Christmas gift and it was one of those like special they're like little washcloths made out of maybe tree paper or something I can't remember what it's made out of but it's something natural and it's something from like Sweden or somewhere like that but they're like a little nice dishcloth that you can put in the dishwasher to wash and they clean up nicely and it's just like a little token of appreciation it was so sweet and I remember also also last year seeing that someone, I don't know who in my staff, you know, we have all our like mailboxes there in one room. And I saw that most people had gotten like this large chocolate bar with a bow on it. And I saw in most people's boxes, but mine didn't have one. So, you know, that made sense to me because I was kind of new where I was working and there's definitely clicks going on there. So, you know, but look at that. It's like, they just chose to give gifts to everybody that they cared about, which, you know, that's a good thing. So I didn't need to take that in a bad way. But when you see that everybody around you gets a gift and then you don't get one, it does feel kind of bad. So I guess I just, I like this episode. I want to just 
open our minds or open your minds, keep my mind open to the question of like, what are our motivations for giving gifts? Can we give more if we want to? Can we give less if we want to? I think that's more how I'm inclined now is to give less to the people that I sometimes feel obligated to give to and maybe give more to the people that I'm not obligated to give gifts to because it almost means something more when you get it from someone that you weren't expecting a gift from. Okay, so we're going to kind of examine that today. Last night in my family, we celebrated Christmas a little bit early My son will be with his dad for the first time for the whole Christmas, and so he's leaving next week on a plane, and I won't see him through that whole Christmas season until New Year's. He'll be back with me then. And so my family decided to have like an early Christmas celebration so that he could be there, which was really sweet and really kind. And my sister made a whole dinner and she's a really great host and she had us all there and and most of my family members were there. Somebody was missing and that was kind of sad and a disappointment that that person wasn't there. But, you know, I, we didn't let that stop us from enjoying the season. And so we opened pre- a few presents, like my son got to open his and then some of the other kids got to and... Um, I was talking with someone after the celebration and she was saying that some years after the presents have been opened, she feels sad because sometimes people will open their gift and you can tell that they didn't really care about it or the kids might open their gift and they don't really care about it. And she said, it hurts my feelings sometimes. I really want them to care about what I give them. And Um, I could notice, I could have compassion for that sentiment because I've felt similarly. I mean, I don't think anybody likes giving a gift and then seeing that the person receiving it doesn't really enjoy it that much. Um, I don't think I would have said it in those exact words that she said, but it made me just re-examine how much I've changed surrounding my behaviors giving gifts in the last few years. Because there are people that I know that, you know, are really wealthy and it's really hard to get them something that they would like. And I've tried for years and years to kind of try to match up to that or spend a lot more money on one person that I always have, you know, wanted to care about me or think that my gift is important or show that I care by giving that good gift. And, you know, it really hasn't worked, I don't think. So this past year, I've changed some of my behaviors with gift giving because I I was tired of kind of feeling that way, like my gifts didn't ever really matter to that person. And I mean, I'm a teacher, I make a decent amount of money, but I'm not rich. And it spending 50 to $100 on something is a really big deal for my budget. So when I've spent that much on people in my life, um, you know, it does kind of hurt in a way like, hmm, that doesn't feel good if I feel like they don't really enjoy it. So this year for a birthday, I gave less at this one point because I was like, I'm not even going to compete anymore. I just don't know what to get this person. So I'm just going to give kind of a funny little gift to show that I care and I'm giving something and give a card that I care. But I don't need to like go out of my way to try and find something that's going to be ignored, you know. And I had another person that, you know, I don't think I've ever given this person a gift that they've actually liked in the last 
15 years that I've known then, you know? And so this year I was just like, you know what? I'm just not even going to try really. Like, what's the point? I really considered not even giving a gift, but I had bought one a while ago that I just had kind of forgotten in the closet for that person. It was like something with their name on it that I found at like a little gift shop one time when my son and I were traveling. And so I thought, oh, perfect. I'll just give that, you know, it's like a 10 or $15 item that I thought was kind of cute and it has their name and a little funny thing on it. And so that's going to be that gift. I'm not going to go above and beyond because what's the point? Like when someone has everything, you know, how much does, or, and then there's like this need to give a gift because you always give a gift to them. Like it just kind of loses its pizzazz. And so I really, it was less stressed out. And then this year also I had to check myself when I was giving gifts to some of the children in my family and you know this even is with my son I'll be honest like even with my son he can be so ungrateful and I think it's I think it's partly a kid thing because kids are the center of their own universe and they need to learn how to be grateful for things Um, and kids have a lot nowadays my kid has a lot and so I don't like it when he doesn't receive in a very positive manner and you know I talk to him about it sometimes um, but I don't want to shame him for it because I think he's just has a different kind of life than I had growing up and I'm sure I can look back and find times I was ungrateful when I was a kid and it's just kind of kid behavior so I'm not gonna get too down on that but I really did consider this year like how much do I want to spend on each person? How much do I feel comfortable with giving away that I'm not going to feel like they have to give something back to me for it? Like if I give this child, you know, $50 worth of Christmas presents, are they going to have to show me that they care $50 worth? You know, I think when I bought the Christmas presents this year, I bought something I thought that they would like. I did put time and effort into it, but I also, I didn't freak myself out about it. I didn't like get super upset if like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to find the perfect thing. Um, I just kind of went with my instinct and thought like, would I like this gift? Could I see this kid possibly liking this gift? Yes. So let me just go with it and I'm going to totally let go of the results. If they open these gifts and then they, you know, just keep on opening and put it to the side and never look at it again, you know what? It's just kind of human nature a little bit and it's just the way our family is. I can choose to not be part of that gift giving if I want to say no to going on Christmas Eve and doing that or if I want to say no, I'm not going to give any presents anymore. You know, I could choose to do that. Like, I don't think I ever want to do that because it's fun, you know, and I do enjoy giving gifts. So it's like, do I enjoy it enough that I'm trying, that it's no strings attached? And I think the answer is probably yes. So, um, you know, but I, I reserve the right to not give a gift in the future if I feel like someone totally snubs me or um, doesn't care at all. I reserve the right to not give them a gift, you know. What kind of message would that give? Um, maybe none. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting idea. But I know when I've said no to things in the past, it makes a big impact. And as long as I'm not just trying to hurt somebody and I truly am doing it from a place of my own center and my own needs, it, it is a part of self-care. You know, this is why I'm bringing up this topic. Like my self-care depends on me really thinking through 
what kind of gifts I'm going to give, what feels right to me, how much do I have that I want to spend, um, those things I get to decide. I have choices in this matter. I don't have to just be like those darn ungrateful kids. You know, I don't have to be like that. If I really truly think that they're super ungrateful and they really don't care, then I can choose to not give them anything. Um, Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? That would make a kid quiet, definitely. So this year with my son too, I feel like I really did do a little bit less in the gift giving because he's been kind of ungrateful. He got a gift recently from someone, um, a game he really wanted for his Nintendo Switch. And he played it for like five minutes and decided he hated it. And you know, that's like a $60 item. And then he just was like, well, this was stupid. I hate this game, blah, blah, blah. And I wish she never gave it to me and you know, blah, blah, blah. So Anyway, we ended up exchanging it at the store for a different one. Luckily, he was able to do that. And I told him, though, before we exchanged it, I was like, you can exchange it one time. And if you don't like the game still, then that's it. You're going to keep whatever you exchange it for. And you are going to write this person a a thank you letter and tell them thank you for the gift. I think maybe he did that before we exchanged it. or I can't remember after, right after we did that. And, you know, he wrote a really nice letter and he ended up liking the second game better, thankfully. But even so, it's a learning experience to go through that. And I'm glad that I'm at least like pointing him towards the right direction and trying not to shame him because I think it is a really human feeling to feel let down. Like I got something and now it's it's not what I wanted. And you know, I think that happens like that buyer's remorse. My son has a lot of buyer's remorse and he really expects things to be perfect when he gets them. And if they're not, then he gets very disappointed. Okay. So I'm, I kind of touched on all of our points, but I'm going to just delineate them now for you guys. So what are the three questions that you might ask yourself when you are going to give a gift? The first one is, what's my motivation for giving this gift? So like, why do you want to give the gift? Is it because of family tradition? Is it because everyone else is doing it? You know, and you can ask yourself, why am I doing it? And if it feels like it doesn't work for you anymore, then you have choices. You can do something different. You don't have to go with the society standard and you can do what makes sense to you. The second question you might ask yourself if you're going to buy a gift is, how can I detach from the reception of the gift? So if I'm going to buy a gift, okay, I kind of prime myself as I'm buying the gift. Like, I think this is a good enough gift. It's from the heart. I want to give this gift. Let me just kind of play out the scenario in my head. And let's say I give this gift and the person doesn't really like it that much or they don't react in this grand way that I want people to react. Can I handle that? So if I can handle it, I like steal myself to the fact that it could go the other way. And I, if I can handle that, I can give the gift. A couple weeks ago, I gave I bought a gift for this coworker at my school and it was his birthday. I I saw because somebody sends out a little notice with all the birthdays of the month and I was like, you know, this guy works really hard. He's not a teacher. He's someone else that works there. And um, I just wanted to do something nice and I had to ask myself, 
am I going to be okay with this if he thinks I'm weird that I gave him a gift? If he doesn't say anything about it, if he doesn't accept the gift, if, you know, and I had to kind of think about those scenarios, like, why am I giving the gift? And then would I be okay with any kind of reaction from him in any way? So I decided that because people had given me gifts in the past that were kind of out of the blue and out of nowhere, and they meant something to me, I really appreciated them. I thought, you know what, it's always fun to get a surprise gift, especially on a birthday. Like I'm a single person. I think this person could be single. I'm not really sure. Um, But I'm a single person. So I don't have like a lot of people just giving me gifts on my birthday or on Christmas. I actually buy myself a few gifts on Christmas. Um, You know, my family gives me gifts, but nobody else really does because there's not any really close enough relationships that we would share gifts. And so when my son gets stuff from Santa Claus, I end up buying myself um, some stocking stuffers and buying myself a couple gifts to put under the tree because I want to have a couple things to open up and when when my son is opening up his like I don't want to feel left out and why not buy something for myself so I love receiving gifts it's fun and I could even buy them for myself right and then wrap them up and open them up on Christmas it sounds so silly but it makes me happier because there have been years when I think I've maybe even mentioned on this podcast that um there have been years in the past where my ex-husband, he, this one year, he didn't give me a gift on Christmas. And there was a pile of presents under the Christmas tree, like so many presents because our son was little then. And you know, when kids are little, there's so many little things, toys to buy them and stuff. I mean, the, the tree was packed with Christmas gifts and stuff for my husband, stuff for my little boy, you know, things that he bought for our little boy. And there was not one present under that tree for me. And it really hurt, you know. So now I don't have to wake up Christmas morning and have zero gifts. I can provide them for myself and just give myself what I want, you know. And and it does make me happier. It's fun to decide what to put in my stocking stuffer. So there's a tip I wasn't even planning to share, but you can use that one and it's super fun. Okay, so the the second one was how to detach from the reception Because, you know, it's probably not that personal. It's more about that person and who they are. How they receive a gift talks more about them than it really does about us. I think of the people that gave me gifts out of the blue, and they're like some of the kindest, most gracious people. I don't think they're just codependent. I think that they have a giving spirit. They're thoughtful. They want to make people's days brighter. And that's what a gift does. It makes someone's day brighter, especially a gift that's out of the blue. The last bullet point of mine now is going to be a little bit redundant because I ended up talking kind of about that point already. And it's similar to the second one, but I'm going to just go with it anyway and add something else here. Um, Am I detached from the reception of this gift? Like, so the second question was, how can I detach? And my third question is, am I detached from the reception of this gift? So I know we can put in our intention to detach from it, but especially if we're giving a gift out of the blue, am I detached from the reception? So when I gave a gift to that other person at my school, like, how can I detach? Am I? So what I'm trying to get out here is, if we ask ourselves, 
are we detached from the person receiving this gift? It's a really good question because if we're feeling like there's strings attached to giving that gift, then that's not a pure intention of wishing that person a a holiday season, a positive holiday season or whatnot. Like there's something there within us that's wanting to get something out of the gift. So it's not a pure intention and that's not going to end up making us feel happier down the road. So that's, I guess, really what the last question is. Like, do you have a pure intention here in giving this gift? And if the answer is yes, then that means that you give the gift and that's the end of it. You don't think about the outcome of it. You just know that you're a person that wants to give a gift. You did what you think is right in your heart. And that's really, I think, the thing that matters, or at least that's the thing that makes me happy. If if I gave the gift, I'm the type of person that wants to do good in the world and do nice things for other people. And if other people don't like that, then that is their issue. And it makes me happy to know that I did it. Um, One last thing here I was going to say, I chose to buy a bunch of gifts for my students this year. I mean, some small ones, but I really asked myself if I wanted to because I have about 80 students, less than a lot of middle school teachers, but still 80 is a lot. It's not like a classroom teacher. When I was an elementary school teacher, I would have, you know, 30, 35 students. That's a lot easier to buy them a gift. But this year I thought, you know, I do want to do something nice, and I decided to go with candy because they always like candy, got some Smarties and I got some Hershey's Kisses, Smarties to remind them how smart they are, Hershey's Kisses to show them that I care. I bought some stickers because I think we're going to decorate some holiday cards later in the week. And then I got them each a mechanical pencil because they always need a pencil. Some kids never have a pencil and I'm going to give them the option to donate their pencil back to the class if they don't want it. And then they give a, they get a chance to give a gift too if they want to donate their pencil that they're not going to use back to the class. I will gain more pencils for those kids that never have a pencil and I will have shown that I care and I do care. So I chose to do that and I feel good about it. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you next time, survivors. Take care. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.com.